Zechta Rosh Hashanah, Daf Chavtes Omedala, page 29, side A. So, Ikavanus Kali, have in mind when you blow the tkiyas to fulfill my obligation. So, almost, so from here we see the Kosovar that Rabzeda holds that Mashmiya Boyi Kavona, that the one who is sounding the Shafer has to have Kavona to fulfill so that the listener should fulfill his obligation. I'll ask you a question because we learned in the Mishnah earlier on Chavzayin Ahmed Beis if he was going passing by in the, in the back of the shul or his home was close by to the shul and he hears the sound of the shofar or the sound of somebody reading the Megillah on Purim if he directed his heart to fulfill his obligation, he fulfilled his obligation. And if he did not direct his heart, then he did not fulfill his obligation. So the Gemara says, If we're going to say that the one who sounds the shofar needs to have in mind the one that's listening, so what does it help me? What does it help me? that he had intention to fulfill his obligation. But the uh, one who's blowing has not in mind to, uh, the one who's reading the Megillah, blowing the shofar in the shul, he doesn't know that there's somebody listening wants to fulfill his obligation, and he's not having in mind to to uh, to fulfill his obligations. How is he Yitzhak, if we needs to have the kavona? The Gemara answers, we're talking about a situation we're talking about the one who's blowing is an agent of the community of the Tzibur. He has in mind anybody who wants to be Yitzhak should be Yitzhak. Come and listen. It says in the Bereis in his Kaven, that if the listener had in mind to Yitzhak, to be Yitzhak, but the one who was sounding the shofar did not have in mind, or the other way around, this kaven, shemeya, the one sounding the shofar has in mind and not the one listening, Loyotso has not fulfilled his obligation, Achi is kaven, shemeya, mashmiya, until both have in tension, both, the one that's listening, the one that is sounding. So the Gemara says, Katoni, what does it say in the Braise that Mashmia, the one who's sounding it. So it appears that Dumya Dushemeya, that this is similar of the one who's listening. That means to say Mashemeya Shemeya La'atzma, just like the listener is trying to intention to fulfill his own obligation. Af Mashmia, also the one who's sounding Mashmia La'atzma, also he's trying to fulfill his own obligation as well. Vikotoni, and only in that situation the Braise says Lo Yotza, that he's not Yotzed, which means that if the one who's sounding did not intend to fulfill by himself, then the Shemeya was not Yotza. But if the Mashmiya, the one who's sounding it, did intend to fulfill himself, even though he did not have in mind to fulfill the obligation of the Shemaya. The Shemaya would, the listener would fulfill his obligation. That goes against Rabbi Zayda, who says that the Mashmiya has to have in mind to fulfill the obligation of the Shemaya. And it's not enough that he wants to fulfill his own obligation. The answer is Tanoi. This is a machlikas of Tanoi. If the 
one sounding needs to also have in mind to fulfill the obligation of one listening. The Tanya, we'll learn the Nebraisa. Shemeya, the one who hears the Shoifer. Shemeya Latz, he has to listen to fulfill his own obligation. And the one who's sounding the Shoifer, he just does his usual way without any specific intention to fulfill your friend's obligation. It is sufficient, the fact that he blew for himself to obligation, his own obligation. That's the opinion of Tanakama. When do we say that the one who's blowing does not have a specific kavana to be tzibur? We're talking about an agent of tzibur, so he has a kavana anyways. But an individual that is blowing for himself, the one who's listening cannot fulfill his obligation. Achi is coming shemeya until the one who's listening has in mind, and also also the one who's sounding should also have a mind to fulfill his obligation. So it turns out that according to the Tanakhama, the one who's sounding the shofar does not have to have in mind to fulfill the one who's listening. His commander, that he has to also have in mind to fulfill his obligation, like Rabbi Zayda said, unless the Shlech Tzibur, Shlech Tzibur has in mind anyways. Next Mishnah. So since the Mishnah earlier said that the Mitzvah Shefer hinges on the Kavone, the intent of the one who listens, so the Gemara brings uh, now, the Mishnah will bring now other cases which is also uh, hinge on the Kavone of the heart. Pasuk, with regards to the war with Amalek and Shemosh Yudzayim Dalif, it says, Bahoyo. So when Moshe Rabbein raised his hand, so the Yidna overpowered, and then it says further in the Pasuk, when he left his lowered his hands, then Amalek overpowered. So the Mishnah says, Is it then Moshe's hands that are raised above? They do the war, they cause the victory. Or the fact that he lowers his hand, that breaks, that causes a loss in the war. But to tell you that Kozman Shahoyu Yisrael Mistaklin Klapimailo for as long that Moshe raised his hands and the Yidden were looking upwards in prayer. They would enslave their heart to their father in heaven. And that's why they would be victorious. And if they did not raise their heads in prayer to above, they would fall. Similar like this we also say in the Pasuk, after it says in Bamidbar Chafal of Ches that Hashem sent the Nechoshim, those snakes against the people that would are killing them, Hashem says to Moshe, Asei l'cho soirof soirof, besim oisei al neis, bohoyo kol anoshuch v'roi make this uh, copper, he made a, a copper soirof uh, kind of, and uh, then you, you would, that's copper snake would uh, serve as a, on a put him on a nace, put him on a uh, uh, on a stick, uh, on a banner. So anybody who was bitten would see it, and then he would uh, be healed. So also here the question is: Is the copper snake gonna kill one who does not look at it? Is he gonna die because he's not seeing it? Oinochosh mechaya is the snake of copper makes gives life to one who sees it. Elo, but rather, 
Bizman she Yisroel mistaklum klapi Milo when the Yidden look upwards, heavenwards, and that way Mishabim Maslimul Avim Shapeshamaim, they enslave their heart to their father in heaven. They were healed. Otherwise, they would wither away. They would die from the uh, from the poison of the snakes. Another halacha the Mishnah brings down: a person who doesn't hear, uh, or a, a fool, or a minor. They cannot fulfill the many their obligation by blowing the shofar because they are not obligated in blowing the shofar himself. The Mishnah concludes, this is the rule in all mitzvahs, anyone who is not obligated in the matter himself, he is not in the obligation, he cannot fulfill the many their obligation. That's the Mishnah of the Gemara. Zodi Gemara brings the Mraise, the Rabbonah says, everybody is Obligated to sound the shofar. Kahanim, Olevim, Yisraelim, Gedim, Kohen, Aleve, Yisrael, converts, Vavodim, Meshuchrorim, and Canaanite slaves that have been freed, Vitumtum, and a person whose place is stuffed, it cannot tell if he is a male or a female, and he's obligated because maybe he's a male. Vandrei Ginois. He has both signs of a male and a female, and he has to uh, uh, listen to the chauffeur. The chauffeur has to sound the chauffeur because he is considered, maybe he is a male, we're not sure what status he has. Misha Chetzi, Evid, one who is half Canaanite slave, the bin half of him was freed. Uh, let's say two people owned a Canaanite Evid, and one of them freed him, so he is a half Canaanite and half Ben Chodim. So he is obligated in blowing of the Shefer because of the uh, Ben Chodim, the free side of him. So the Braises says, Tum Tum, the Tum Tum, even though he's Chayiv in the Shefer because maybe he is a male, a Nemoitzi, he cannot fulfill Lo Yasmino, not as somebody of his own kind, somebody who's another Tum Tum, because each Tum Tum is a question by himself. Maybe that the one who is trying to fulfill the other one, the obligation, is a female who's exempt, and the one who is being yoitze, maybe is a male who's chayef, so we can't work for each one of the other because we don't know what they are. And it also cannot fulfill the obligation of a regular male who is for sure chayef because it's possibly that this tumtum is a nekeva. But Andrei Gunis, who is a suffix, not because we don't know the fact what he is, but he's the din, we don't know what status an Andreiginus has. Do we treat an Andreiginus like a male or like a female? So he can fulfill the obligation of another Andreiginus, which is like him. Because either way, either they both have the din of a male, or they both have a din of a nekeva. So we're not sure, but either way, he can blow for the other person. But a regular male, he cannot blow for to fulfill his obligation, because maybe the halach of an andreginus that he's really a female and the keva, who's exempt from shofar, can fulfill the obligation of a regular zochem. One who is half slave, half free, he cannot fulfill not his own kind, another person who's half slave and half ben chodim, uh, because 
half of him is a slave. And the half of slave that's in him cannot fulfill the obligation of the, free, the part of free, which is in the other person. And also, for sure, a regular male, for sure not. Because he has a part of him which is a, a, a slave still. So, Amamar. So we learned in the Brais the Hakal Chayovim B'tkiyah Shoifer. Everybody is obligated to kill Shoifer. Kahanim Alvim Leisraelim Kahan Leisrael. Freidi Gemara Pshita. It's obvious that they're Chayiv. Yehani Le Mechayiv. If if the Kohen Levi Yisrael would not be Chayiv, Man Mechayiv is who would be Chayiv? The Gemara says Kahanim Yisrichalei that we needed the Chiddush is not for everybody. The Kahanim the Sal Kadai Tachamina. It would enter your mind to say, Hoy, you look, see, since by the midst of Shefer, by Midrach of Aleph, it says, Yoim Teru Hoyi Elochem. It should be a day of sounding uh, for you. So, Man de Leise Elobet Kiyat the Chad Yoimahu de Mechaybe. A day, a day of sounding. Only one who's obligated once. So, that's once a year. That's for him, it's called Yoim Teruah. Is a Chiyuv then on Shefer Roshonah. Since they also have blowing of the shofar all year, because at every day it says the Gemara in Sukkot and Gimel and Beis, when they brought the Korbanas to the Beis Hamikdash, the Ksiv, the Pasuk says, "Mamidvar Yud, Pasuk Yud, Uskatem b'Chatzreitzres Aloyleisechem," that you shall blow, sound the shofar and the trumpets over the oilers. Maybe Leilachayim, maybe they should not be liable. On Kiyos Shoifer and Rosh Hashanah, because by them it's not a special year, not a special day, in the fact that it's Yim Trua Kamash Malon. So that's why he's coming to teach us that they're also obligated. How is this compared? Hosom, when you bring the Karbonis. You brought chatzayzurus. I did with trumpets. Vahocha, I did belong with shofar. So even with regards to kahanim, it's a yom trua meyuchad special day because you blow the shofar. So that's what we call yom trua. So one answer is Ella, but rather they want to use another answer. It's we needed to tell us that the kahanim are obligated in the shofar because salka daita chamina. It would enter your mind to say, "Hey, you lutanan." Since we learned earlier, chavav of the base. That the Yom Kippur of the Yovel year is the same as Rosh Hashanah, Litkia. That in both of them, the Yom Kippur of Yovel, you also blow the shofar. In a simple shofar, we leave Rochis. In both of them, and the, we'll say the nine Rochis also on. Yom Kippur of Yovel, just like we do on Rosh Hashanah every year, Malchus Chanim Shefris. So therefore, you can say Mandi Isa b'Mitzvah Sayevul Isa b'Mitzvah the Rosh Hashanah. Since the one who has the laws of Yovel also has the laws of Rosh Hashanah, but the Hanim Kahanim, the Kahanim Hoyil Vileisnehu b'Mitzvah the Yovel. They're not in all of the Mitzvah of Yovel, because one of the dinim of Yovel is that if you consecrate your uh, inheritance field, and then the uh, attendant sells it to somebody else, you can't redeem it. And by Yevil, it goes out from the buyer, and it gets divided by the Kahanim. 
But with regards to Akoyen, it's not so. The Tnan in the Orchin Lamad Gimel Beis it says Kohanim Uleviim Moichlim LaOlam Begoyim LaOlam. They can always sell their fields, and they can also always redeem it. So even if they consecrated an inheritance field, and then the field was sold to another person, then they are able to redeem it, and it would not be distributed on Yevil amongst the Kohanim, and therefore Eima. Maybe also the Mishkiyah Shoifer Roshono is not Mechuyif because Yehudah and Roshono are equal. Kamash Malon, that's what Mishnah tells us, no. That also the Kohanim are obligated in the blowing of the Shoifer of Rosh Hashan. Further, we learned in the Braise, Mitzah Chetzi Eved Vechetzi Ben Chayrim, a person who is half slave and half Ben Chayrim, Eina Meitzi Lo Yasmini Vlo Yashemini cannot fulfill the obligation out of his same kind and other and also not a totally free person. Amr Rabhuna says Rabhuna. And for himself, he could fulfill the obligation. So the Gemara says, why? In other words, he doesn't have to have somebody else blow for, blow for him, but he can blow for himself. So Rabhuna says to Rabhuna, why is it different that for others that he cannot fulfill their obligation? Because the loyalty, sad avdus umapik, that it's part of slavery that's in the person, cannot fulfill the obligation of the tzad chedus that in the other ones. So lats menami. So even for himself also, we should say the loyalty tzad avdus today that his side of slavery cannot go umapik tzad chedus today, his own side of freedom because. The blowing of the shoifer is also being done through the part of slavery. So we should not be able to fulfill the side of freedom with that part of slavery in him. El but says, rather, cannot even fulfill for himself. And you have to listen to the keys from somebody who is not a slave at all. We also learn to if you're half a slave and half a free, you cannot even fulfill the blowing of the shofar for yourself. So, so Abba, the son of Rabbi Zeda, learned that all blessings, all of the blessings, whether it's blessings for a mitzvah, whether it's a blessing of praise, even though the person has fulfilled his obligation, he made this bracha, he can still go ahead and make the bracha to fulfill his friend's obligation because all yidn are responsible for doing uh, observing of the mitzvahs. The exception is the, ble- bre- the blessing for bread, which is amitzi, or the blessing for wine, which is beprakofen. Then this is true for all blessings that you enjoy. Because if he had not yet fulfilled, and he's also making the bracha for himself, then you can be with your bracha also your friend. But if you already fulfilled your own obligation, either you already benched or made the bracha already, or you don't want to eat now at all, you cannot fulfill your friend's obligation because since you're not obligated to bench them, only the one who wants to wants to enjoy. So you have to make a bracha. And since your friend doesn't have to 
enjoy and not to make a bracha. So you can't say, I'm responsible. A mitzvah he has to do, but he doesn't have to do that. And a person who's exempt from these brachas cannot make the bracha in order to fulfill his obligation. So the Gemara, so Rabbi asked the question, 